You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing best practices in the area of instrument sterilization protocol. We'll be specifically addressing biological indicators, high thermal washers, and PPE. Our guest is Dr. Ron Kaminer a graduate from State University of New York at Buffalo School of Dental Medicine. He maintains two practices, one in Hewlett, New York, and one in Oceanside, New York. Dr. Kaminer is an international expert in the field of dental lasers and has lectured on lasers and minimally invasive dentistry nationally and internationally. He's also one of Viva Learning's most popular speakers, presenting over 30 Viva Learning webinars. Wow, that's a lot of webinars. Dr. Kaminer, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks. I'm looking forward to today's uh, podcast. Yeah. So amazing enough. I mean, 35 Viva Learning webinars, that's uh, incredible. Hard to believe you have time for anything else. And I know you have two practices. So when do you sleep? Uh, sleep's overrated. Uh, the fun part is, is I love to educate and, and I love to teach. And, and I've had many groups and manufacturers ask me to teach on a variety of indirect, direct, laser type procedures. Today, we're going to talk about something very critical, I think, to practices. And it's allowed me over the years to so-called lead the league in uh, Viva webinars. And it, it's been fun, a lot of fun. You've uh, taught thousands upon thousands, maybe over 100,000 listens on all of your, or watches on all of your webinars. So it's good to have you on a podcast as a change up. So we're in the midst of this pandemic. Hopefully, it's kind of waning. You know, now we've got these variants. We're not really sure where it's going right now. <clears throat> and also the vaccines or some of the evidence is showing that it's not even really that effective after six months unless you get a booster. So we're still in the unknown uncertainty period. What have you done differently, Dr. Kaminer, in your practices regarding sterilization protocol in light of the fact that we're in this uh, unbelievable pandemic? I think, first off, I think it's important to say that while in, in private practice, there are so many important things, but nothing supersedes the fact of sterility. Having a clear, clean sterilization protocol is the backbone of every practice because that's patient safety. And before the pandemic, Ron Kaminer used to come to work in khakis and, and an Izod shirt. I didn't wear a gown. Of course, I wore mask, gloves, and glasses, but that, that, was my, that was my attire, so to speak. And we did what we normally do. Now, I was very much ahead of the curve having used uh, hypochlorous acids, which came in popularity this past year as a, as a counter-level disinfectant. I've been using it for 15 years. So there I didn't have to change. But we went from, from those types of clothes to gowns. We changed our levels of mass to level threes plus and or higher. And we reevaluated our entire sterilization back office, if you will. Of course, we had autoclaves. Of course, we had ultrasonics. We upgraded our autoclaves, and there are a lot of good brands out there. Our office is equipped from top to bottom with Tutenauer products. So we've upgraded our autoclaves. We added a variety of other enhanced devices in order to give us really what we call state-of-the-art sterilization. And, and, and very openly, we, we verbally, all our team verbally markets that to our patients, and we, we bring it up into conversations, and they really do appreciate that. Yeah, that's a huge thing is to make sure your patients are aware of everything that you do at every level on the uh, infection control stage when they're in the office because they tell their family, they tell their friends, and plus they feel more comfortable. Let's talk about biological indicators for a second. If you could just give us a brief overview of what they are and what is the disadvantage of using the traditional mail-in versus the newer 
products that are out there that are in-office biological ind indicators? Well, I think if, you, if you're really following top practice procedures, most people are using some form of biologic indicator where they're putting either a tab or a strip or something into the autoclave, removing this when it's done with a cycle and sending that off to a company to, to test. Because what that test is testing, it's testing the spores or the most resistant microorganisms that could even possibly get through a high heat disinfection type cycle. And interestingly enough, what we did, we added a Tutanauer product that is an immediate in-office biologic monitoring. What, I, what that means is you put this vial on the autoclave and then you place it into a reader and within 20 minutes you get a result. Now, why is that important? Well, Phil, just imagine you're a patient in my practice. I see you on Monday. I send out the spore indicator first day of the week and I get it back the following week and it failed. Now, what about all those people from Monday to Friday that we've been, in theory, autoclaving our instruments and that we actually may not have an autoclave that's doing what it's supposed to do to its highest level? Remember, we just said practicing sterilization at its highest level is what it's about for our patients. Having something in office allows us to get a 20-minute result that we know we're practicing and we can do this every day and know that on a daily basis, within 20 minutes, that our machine is giving us exactly what we need. And, and me included, prior to the pandemic, if you saw steam, you thought it was good. But the reality is it may not be good. And that's, I think, what's important to open the eyes of Dennis and their teams to realize there's a better way of doing things. So in the event you get a negative result uh, or it fails, whatever the test shows, pass, fail, or whatever indication it tells you, hey, this thing isn't up to par, then you can't use that autoclave. I guess you have to have another autoclave in the office, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, or you have to call the manufacturer and get, and get you know, remediation immediately, but you have to have a backup autoclave. And we happen just in our office because we're busy. We have actually two Tutanar autoclaves, uh, their newest one, um, which we can talk about, which is very interesting, and the previous model, which also is an outstanding unit. So current regulations in most states require dental offices to run a spore test like once a week. And you just kind of answer that question. That's not really the best approach anymore. And what are the advantages of increasing the frequency of a spore test? Uh, you kind of answered that too with the in-office biological indicators. And I can touch on that again, Phil. I mean, when we talk about best practices, and we hear that term all the time, best practices. Best practices in Ron Kaminer's mind is when I have the availability of an in-office monitor now that I can get it in 20 minutes. Well, best practices is not sending it out anymore. That's what I had before. And now I have the ability to really be the best practices. And that's what we've incorporated. Yeah. So you mentioned something about PPE. You made a good point. You went over it pretty quickly. I don't know if the audience picked it up, but standard protocol now is really level three ASTM and above. Just want to confirm this with you. What I believe is the case, and I'm not a practicing anodontist anymore. I'm retired, but um, the level three ASTM is for non-aerosol creating procedures. And then the N95 is for aerosol procedures? Yeah, I mean, that, again, that's that's what they're saying now, you know, post-COVID. I, I think that what we go, again, I'm purely supposition. I think what we're going to see some relaxed protocols once that vaccination is out there, that level threes will be so-called the mass to use, whereas before we were using level ones and level twos. I, I think we'll see back to level threes, which are far more comfortable to wear, easier to breathe through and less you know, potential for uh, fogging and things like that, or not only that, but pulling of your ears and whatnot. They're just much more comfortable masks. 
But, but you're right, that's a big thing is the change in the overall PPE. We wear gowns almost all day long now, and there are companies that actually have really comfortable breathing gowns that are inexpensive, that can be autoclaved up to 50 times. Hmm. So it runs you literally 30 cents a use, the gowns are about 15 bucks, and it doesn't cost you much money. Uh, it's, it's a dollar a use or whatever, a three, 30 cents a use. And these, this is the technology that has evolved from, from the pandemic. So as far as your staff that doesn't actually interact with the patient in the operatory, the ones that are behind the desk and so forth, are they wearing level one masks just as you know, precaution? Yeah, I mean, we kind of toss level ones out the window. The minimum we have are level twos, which just still give you a high amount of protection. So, so we, we're really at level twos for everybody that doesn't have patient contact. Uh, it just gives me the peace of mind that they're still getting, you know, the best of the best. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about instrument washing for a second. For the most part, and I think the prevalent product that's out there is the ultrasonic cleaner. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but you're, you're, I talked to you offline, you're moving more towards high thermal disinfection washers. And this is in lieu of dropping the instruments into an ultrasonic bath, I assume. And I assume that it would almost eliminate Sharps-related injuries, right? That your team could be exposed to bloodborne pathogens. There's no question. So again, when we reevaluated how we can be better post, during, or during the pandemic, and we said, what could we do better? And we started looking at high thermal disinfectant washers. And Tutanara has got this Tiva 2, which we installed in the office, which is a very unique device. Number one, it can take cartridges or loose instruments. So whether the practice is working with bags, and then loose instruments would go in there or cartridges, the whole cartridge can go in there. It, it, it's not only going to thermally disinfect, but the instruments come out spotless and bone dry. Those then go into the autoclave. Now, you know, one of the easiest ways to ruin mirrors is to stick a wet mirror into a pouch or a cassette and stick it in the autoclave. You know, the steam will start to, to really, uh, you, you, you will have issues with your instruments. So we upgraded the disinfectant washer. We upgraded our autoclaves to the newest that's out there today, and we can touch on that. And what that also does, again, is it's coming out of that washer, not only dry, but disinfected. And again, I'm gonna pose it back to you, so you can take your instruments, which we've always done, and everybody does, and drop it into the ultrasonic, correct? And let it vibrate all the schmutz off the instruments. But the next batch of instruments is going into that same ultrasonic, Where's the schmutz, right? It's sitting somewhere in the in the liquid or whatnot. When you think about that, it just doesn't fall into best practices anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's been it's been really really uh, a unique change for us as we've gone to disinfection of those instruments. Yeah, and what you're doing is of course essentially important for the health of your patient and your team. But also, there's going to be a time which I think has already arrived where inspectors come without giving you. Uh, advance notice. They'll knock on the door and before you know it, there's someone walking around your office. So it's really important for dentists to be really documenting everything and having the right equipment. Well, I'll tell you a quick, just a real quick side to that. About four months ago, I have a dentist that rents space for me and he does a lot of, uh, he's a TMJ doc and he does a lot of IME exams, just physical type exams for insurance companies. And one of the patients complained on him to the Office of Professional Discipline in New York that the office that he was practicing, which was mine, wasn't clean enough, wasn't sterile enough, which of course was nonsense. They were unhappy with his exam, so they just figured they'd attack him. 
Well, uh, OPD came into my office and looked at me and said, what are they talking about? This is the most up-to-date disinfection I've ever, we've ever seen. And this was just a way of that patient trying to go back to the dentist. So you're right when it comes to that. I, I just pass with flying colors because of the technology we have in the office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good for you. You know, it's nice that you have so much knowledge, Dr. Kaminer, about infection control protocol because it's not really your specialty. You probably developed a lot more expertise in it through the pandemic because most of the things you talk about is aesthetic dentistry and minimally invasive dentistry, lasers, of course, you do, you do a great deal on. So it's nice to hear you talk about that. Could you give us some names of the actual autoclaves you're using? As I said, I mean, there are a lot of good products out there, like you said, on the market. We have pretty much all Tutenauer products. So we started and added the T-Edge uh, from Tutenauer into our practice. And to give you a quick understanding of autoclaves, I am not an autoclave expert, but I know the basics. There are, two, there are, there are a few different kinds of autoclaves. There's a class N autoclave, which, you, which uses a gravity displacement technology, whereas um, air comes in, air pushes, steam is lighter, so the steam rises, the air comes out the bottom, and it floats, it kind of, takes a lot of time to heat up, and, and that's what's a lot being used in dentistry. And there are the class S and Bs, which is the T-edge, um, it falls into that category. It's kind of called dynamic air, and, and what that means is there's a vacuum that removes the air before the steam begins. So you get a faster cycle, a much more uh, dynamic, if you will, uh, cycle, so it steams quickly. There's a shorter dry time. The other trick to this autoclave, which I think is really important, is it can the the steam can penetrate thinner tubing than that of a gravity displacement autoclave. What else is unique to this autoclave, which I thought was really interesting, because Tutenauer kind of reinvents as the world changes, is they incorporate what they call a virus protect cycle into the autoclave. So it actually treats the air in the chamber before the initial uh, air removal phase. So what that means is the air that's being released into the ambient air is free of any virus before anything else is happening. So we incorporated the T-Edge into the office and uh, the Tiva 2, which is our disinfection uh, cycle, and then we followed it with our fairly instantaneous biologic monitoring device. So we kind of have the, 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 the plethora of products from Tutenauer. And what is the high thermal disinfection washer called? It's called the Tiva 2. Oh, that, that's the Tiva 2. That's okay. the Tiva 2. Okay. And, and for people that, you know, for people that say, well, the cycles are 35, 40 minutes on these things, on the autoclaves, well, you know, Tutenauer also has something called the T-Quick, which is a statin-like device, if you will, which is a 25-minute cycle. So there's kind of a, a different, for, for every need, there's, there, there really is a solution. And, and I, I find that when I buy these types of products, I like to buy things from companies that that's what they do. In other words, they're not selling cotton rolls and they're not selling impression materials or dental chairs. They're selling autoclaves. And that, because I figured that's what that focus is. And that's really what you get when you're buying Tutenauer stuff. Yeah, I went to the New York show. I guess it was the one before 2020 when, when we had the pandemic. And I did see the Tutenauer booth and they had an incredible stericenter set up right at the show. And it had these products, these, this equipment in it. Very well thought out. There's a workflow behind it. And, um, you know, it's interesting to hear, you know, the nuances of some, of some of the products that are out there for this. But it's a very important area in a dental practice. And uh, practitioners have to take it very seriously. So make the right purchasing decision is, is important. Thanks, Dr. Kaminer. We appreciate all your time and look forward to number 38 or something on the webinar. Mm -hmm. side.
Coming up soon. All right. You take care. Have a great weekend and thank you very much. Thanks. Be well.